Hey, Street Fighters. Welcome to the show. We're taking your calls. That's right. Sunday night call-in show, Street Fight. The number to dial, as always, is 614-655-3887. And if you're in the 614 area code, you can listen to us on WCRS LPFM here in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, we are the best community radio in the entire flat earth. Uh, you can find us on 92.7 uh, FM if you're inside 270 Outer Belt. And uh, follow on social media. Like the page. Do all that stuff too. There's a lot of great content and lots of good shows on uh, WCRS right now. They've been doing a, a great job of finding new uh, hosts and shows and bringing them to you. So WCRSFM.org to find more of that. Uh, my name is Brett. My co-host is Brian. We're here as always. We want to hear about work. We want to hear about uh, dare officers. We want to hear about Bigfoots and cryptids. Uh, we want to hear about ghosts, union goblins stuff. Right huh? now, union stuff. Right now. Oh yeah, right? lots of union. Yeah, if you if you have union info, it's happening everywhere. It's hard to keep track of, really. Um, John Deere, baby. Yeah, Ayatsi, but they. I think that's the whole thing still going on from what it I is. can see. It, it didn't, uh, uh, I think what they say that like the concession was 12 hour work days. Yeah, something Maybe. like that. Fuck, dude, what is with TV, man? Yeah. Why is it so important? Why is it, why is it so important to work 12 hours on a TV show? It's a TV show. Yeah. I mean, but people want, people can't live without content. I, mean, well, I do like people like content more than real life. Well, I got a great place to get content, and that is patreon.com slash street fight radio. There's hours and hours of content, and nobody worked 60 hours to get there. I may have listened to 60 hours a week of bullshit. You know what I'm listening to? What's that? You would give these people a little free preview of uh Friday. Uh every appearance by Hulk Hogan on the Bubba the Love Spud show. And buddy, let me tell you, <laughs> well, first of all, I have not cut out yet him saying the N-word, which he says on almost every appearance. Really? I swear to fucking God, dude. Mongo underscore ebooks. Uh, I cut audio for him. For well, I cut it for me and then didn't use it. And I was like, you can post it if you want. So go to his Twitter. He posted it. Hulk Hogan using the hard R. He said the hard R. And then his I listened to his son use the hard R today. And then I listened to him use the F slur. And then I listened to him. This woman was, he's talking on the phone with this woman about going to work. Yeah. Or he needs to talk to her. He's like, I need to talk to you on Monday. She's like, we're off on Monday. And he goes, uh, uh, why are you off on Monday? And she was like, it's Martin Luther King Day. And he's like, please. <laughs> it's just like, man, Hulk Hogan hates black people. He really does. He <laughs> like a real problem. Man. Yeah, big time racist. <laughs> he is so racist. When when people are like, ah, oh, he was just, you know, that's just the way people talk. Man. Yeah. And it's like, he seems like he talked about it a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna sit around and say I never said a slur in my life, but holy macaroni. Yeah, it is. Yeah, if you have a fr- if you have a friend that gave you that pass, it doesn't mean you go on the fucking radio. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy like if but, you're in this you have a friend from the 70s or something yeah but what the funny stuff the some of the funny stuff also is just like uh uh 
having Hulk Hogan say stuff like, Bubba, I think you're really great. You're my best friend. I know you'd never do anything to her. Oh, God. No one was coming. <laughs> it fucking rules, man. You would... I, he, he, I, I played him giving Bubba's... I, I clipped him giving Bubba's uh, best man speech at his wedding. Where he's like, I don't trust anybody, but I trust you with my kids. <laughs> Hawk? Hawk Hogan. Hawk Hogan. I swear to God. It's so good. It's so, There's something really cool about like being in the future and then being able to go back and listen to full on like fucking trapped in amber, like the mosquito in Jurassic Park takes mm -hmm. where you're just like oh oh man <laughs> that was that was wrong you should have said that yeah. my dude i mean on the radio though even i would say even in 2006 using the n-word on the radio was like highly frowned upon i don't think that was okay at all <laughs> that wasn't okay when i was that age no yeah a lot of times i'll let them slide for like and let me be clear it's it still fucking sucks but like for homophobic stuff like shit was just like super homophobic at that time so you get why people felt okay saying these things i'm not like making excuses for them it's just you get why but the n-word is just like dude come on yeah man yeesh so yeah that's that's coming this friday on the patreon you but pay money to hear the hawkster but yeah man like I don't understand what the thing is that on a TV or movie set, right? That you need to be there for 12 hours a day. I don't understand why that is the job where you have to be there for 12, 16, 18 hours in a day. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. Yeah, and, well, I guess maybe days spent filming is what they're going after. Because I was thinking it would be hours worked, but if you worked eight hours a day, seven days a week, I mean, they'd have to pay the same amount as you know, twelve hour days. Yeah, for however long it's equal to. Um, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I didn't even think that was allowed. I didn't think that. I don't think that that should even be okay. Like double digit shifts are not even acceptable. And they. I mean, it's even also uh, like medical people do it too. Yes. They have those people work 24 hours straight and then like on 23 hours, like they come into your room and they're supposed to help you out. Like how? Is that the fireman thing to fire firefighter thing? Yes. Yeah. Too? Like they work, like they stay at the place all day. Yeah. And supposedly like are working the whole time. You always hear like when, when the firefighters are at the fire station, mm -hmm. they're like, but they're not just fucking laying around or grab assing or, or fucking around. They're like washing the truck and the equipment and stuff like that. I knew a firefighter. My friend's one of my friend's parents was a firefighter, so I knew they did jack shit. Yeah, they just ate, I mean, ate sloppy cool. joes and played cards all day. Why can't they get good food <laughs> at the fire department? Though? They don't want it. They those people. They wouldn't want it. <laughs> Their idea of good food is not the same. You gotta put a little. I I think I could fucking jazz up a sloppy Joe. I'm I'm using jazz up a lot about food now because I noticed that like when me and my wife get fast food, or even when we order like an Uber Eats or something like that, she gets it and she never likes it ever, like any of it ever. And she's wow. like, she, I'm never. 
She's never liked food we've ordered. I've okay. never felt like ever we've had dinner and she was like, this is good. She's always like fucking holding the, like she gets a sandwich. She's always like holding the bread up with her finger, like, like giving it a look. Same with my daughter. Like we got, we went, I got a place yesterday that they love that we have gotten over and over again. The whole time we're eating, my daughter's like, the noodles are all stuck together. This sucks. And, and you know, my wife was like, this isn't good as the first time. And it's just like, I feel like she never likes it. But now I've noticed that, like, when we get food, especially fast food, she goes into the kitchen and she comes out and she's like, I just jazzed it up a little bit through a little avocado and some. And I like, I kind of feel like that's a winner's attitude, you know? That's kind of a winner's attitude because I would just eat it and be like, this is shitty, man. I would just uh, eat the whole thing. <laughs> Never my, jazz something up. My term is doctorate. Oh. <laughs> Erica would always be like, how the fuck is this pizza so good? It's a frozen pizza. And I'm like, I doctored the fuck out of it. I grabbed like all of the best <laughs> ingredients to put on top of it. I seasoned the fuck out of it because it tastes horrible if you just put a fucking frozen pizza in the oven and try to eat it. Yeah. You got your eyes that shit up? We got a tuna sandwich at Potbelly's. She, she wanted a tuna sandwich. And then she's like, they got jazzy stuff at Potbelly's. That's what I said. There's enough jazzy stuff there. I mean, problem here is there's a problem here because this is something that like a lot of food places do too. Uh, when you order online, which I ordered online on the Potbelly's website, not on Uber Eats. This is not a mistake between two apps. This is one app I'm dealing with because we picked it up. Right. Okay. Cause I had to get French fries first. So I went over to McDonald's and got the French fries and drove over to the, uh, pot bellies to pick up the pot bellies and went home, had a good meal for myself. Yeah. Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe in the future, that'll be like the Dory Locos. <laughs> like if sub shops were like, we have fries from the place you like though. Like we, we have sandwiches, but we have fries that you want. Too. That'd be fucking great, man. That would solve all my problems. Cause sub places are always like eat some chips and yeah. I'm like, get out of here. That's not dinner. Um, one, one doctor up move, take the chips, put them on the sub. Uh, yeah. That well, then, then you only got one thing, no sides. It's all one thing. I don't eat sides. I love sides. So, uh, so the picture on the website was a tuna sandwich with lettuce and tomato on it. And mm -hmm. then she got it. There's no lettuce, no tomato on it. Oh, and I Did think you? she probably had to add the lettuce and tomato on the, ordering thing but she didn't do that because the picture had lettuce and tomato on it not enough it happens all the time man the picture looks one way and then you order it and it gets there and you're like well where's all the stuff from the picture like yeah. you gotta you can't put a picture of a lettuce and tomato on a sandwich and then give you the sandwich and it doesn't have the lettuce and tomato on yeah. it that's fucked up you know, uh, one of my biggest gripes is picky eaters and uh, like a little bit of a thing that pisses me off is when I go to restaurants and order something I'm like, do you want everything on it? And I'm like, yeah, I fucking ordered it. It's like because they're so used to people like I don't want onions. I don't like olives. I want the sauce on the side. It's like just eat what they make or go somewhere else where they make what you like. Yes. Stop taking shit off of it. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I am. Uh, uh, but if they just show you lettuce and tomato, like, yeah, that's what I want. One of those put in my cart. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a no mayo guy. Like, so I, I got to be a picky eater. Because yeah. If mayo touches my food. I can't eat it at all. So, you know. Yeah. I think I'm on strike from eating with your family, actually. I think I'm going to wait for a while and let it cool off. No mayo. Well, I mean, we, we yeah. You have a lot of weird rules and you have a, a like a horrible 
triangle of like differing opinions on food. Like all three oh, of yeah. you are looking in opposite directions on what would make you happy for food. Sometimes I can't work. Three, I can't fucking work with it. Sometimes we eat at three different places. Oh, see, and that drives me nuts too. That <laughs> makes me want to break a chair. <laughs> yeah. That's, the family though man that's what you got a teenager in the house they can go get their own shit everybody's special babies uh-huh yeah yep my daughter is my special baby and you're a special baby and i am a special baby we all got the same thing last night and when i ordered the food and i told them i got i got something from the same place they got they're like oh <laughs> They like got all happy about it because I didn't go get a cheeseburger. Yeah, they're like we're bonding. So then, <laughs> fucking later on tonight, I get there, and uh, my wife's making soup, and she goes, "I was like, yo, man, it smells good." Because I thought they were making pasta, you know, and garlic bread. It sounded so good, and they're like, "Oh, we're making soup." And I was like, ah. "She's like, order yourself something," and I said, uh. I'll just eat this. Like, as in that way. Like, I'm oh, fine. I'll eat this soup. It's gruel. You know? And then she was like, uh, well, you get a, you get your own food. I can make you some grilled cheese. And then cook you up some French fries. <laughs> and so she made me French fries and grilled cheese. And then they had grilled cheese and soup. Mm-hmm. So we did all... We, they had the same thing. Yeah. They like soup. I'm not like, I'm just like, you know. Yeah, you're too masculine to eat soup. Yeah. That's all, I, I got into that yesterday. Did you see that on Twitter yesterday? No. My mom is a fucking crazy person. For people that don't know my mom, she is, and I'm serious, and I know I sound like, like a, an 80s comedian being like, oh, you know, my mother's crazy, but like, for real. Everyone in the world who's ever met my mother agrees. Well, I think the way she treated you is also the only evidence, really. <laughs> yeah, she's wild. She's just wild. Uh, her birthday was Saturday, and uh, my daughter and uh, uh, my wife went over and dropped off some flowers and a gift card to her. And, uh, you know, she said they said she kept them there talking like, you know, she doesn't stop. And she goes like this. She was like, I was talking to your dad on the phone yesterday. And I was talking about how you're, you're getting older. And I could tell he was getting emotional <laughs> on the other side of the phone. And I was like, they, t they started to tell me about it. And I was like, I can promise you I wasn't getting emotional. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not getting emotional at all. Because I think it's fucked up to do that to teenagers or to kids. Because really... The thing you should want when you have a kid is to watch the cycle of their life. The This goes up and up and they, I'm a different person when I'm three. I'm a different person when I'm six. I'm a you know what I mean? As they go up, you get to see a different person, a different side of a person. Then yeah. you also get to a point where you get your life back and you have a new perspective on what your life can be and what things are and shit like i think that's all like really fucking cool but i posted the first part without saying that uh -huh. and people were like oh i guess you're too much of a man to cry and i'm like i don't cry very much but like it wasn't that it really is like i've enjoyed every part of my daughter's life except for the first three years <laughs> did not so like that, that part. that's why you can't cry <laughs> you're like 
she didn't she didn't play a perfect game. <laughs> that first three years, man, I just I can't imagine how anybody enjoys that first three years. It was good. It was like Tamagotchi <laughs> stuff. It was so hard. That thing screams all the time, and like I hated being tied to this person. Oh, I mean, constantly. And as they get older, you kind of get a little more space, too. You get to the point where I'm at now, where you're, you don't have to do shit for them. Yeah, it always cracks me up, because I notice it now when I'm anywhere, and I see someone that has, like, a two- to three-year-old kid, and they are just, like, in a half squat, just walking with, like, their arms out. And, like, <laughs> they can't do anything except for just kind of make sure the kid doesn't jump into a sewer or pick up something and eat it or cut themselves. And you're just, you spend a whole year. You're like, you go to do stuff, but you're actually just like waddling around for like 90 minutes chasing after a kid. Handling the goddamn kid. Yeah. The whole time you're just handling the goddamn, Hey, don't run. I fucking was in, I had to go to Walmart to pick something up recently. And there was a kid just throwing a fit. And, uh, I could see the people around me getting like super mad about it. And me and my wife are just cracking up. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I, oh man. Dragging that kid out of the fucking store yep. by the arm as they slide across the fucking floor. Yeah. Go there. <laughs> because they just decided out of nowhere to be crazy in a store. It's yeah. crazy. But yeah. yeah. I did I not know, get emotional. You could I, get emotional though. If you think about the transition of her life and what it means now, I mean, that's still available option. No, I'm. I just. I like it. I like. I'm not. A, I'm not gonna. Cry. It doesn't. It's not sad though. Like it can be out no, of joy. Yeah, yeah, joy is good. She was saying I was crying. And like I, she you, said, I was holding back tears, and I was like, I was not holding back tears. Because I she, feel she, like she was like, saying, you were, you were so much better when you were four. You know what I mean? Like that's what I feel like you're saying to a kid when you say something like that. No, that's what it feels like though. It you sounds feel, like to me, it's like every horn is honking at you. What do you mean? Like everything's an attack on you. Not that every on them is what I'm saying. I'm saying that like if I was to cry because my daughter is 17, it feels like I'm saying I wish you were still four. Like it would be better if you were younger. You're not as good that now because some, you're 17. That's, that's a, what you I think. F on the book report. You got it, you got it wrong. <laughs> you're an F student still. I just don't wish she was that big. It's, I don't wish she was a baby anymore, is what I'm saying. Okay. And you shouldn't wish for them to be younger because it makes it feel like it's less important but where they're at now. Here's the thing. If you sometimes if you like take like a lot of acid or drugs or something and you stand still and like five minutes passes in your mind and you're just cycling through like eight years of your kid's life and like all the crazy shit that has happened and like how monumental it is, all the places you've, like, all the things you've done in that time. Mm -hmm. Good reason to cry. I'm going to try to cry. I'm going to spend the next Sit. three days before me and Brett come in on Wednesday. I'm going to fucking try and give myself a good cry. You know, I got, I thought you did it all the time. You just say you used to walk in all the time. You'd just be bursting out into tears. That's the wrong kind of crying. Oh. That is fucking... Uh, a cry for help? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. That... Uh, it, it, that is like an involuntary reaction to nothing because that's why it like disturbs me mm -hmm. quite a bit is because it's just like i don't even know why this is yeah happening. yeah that you makes know? sense this is depression so right let's uh let's see what these motherfuckers want to talk about tonight how's that sound yeah 
Well, these motherfuckers you want to hear about this shirt? You want to hear about the shirt I just saw on on online? Sure. That Patriot Takes is selling. What's Patriot Takes? It's a, a Twitter page of that takes post? for Patriots. Okay. Shirt says unvaccinated and ready to talk politics at Thanksgiving. It has a turkey on it. You imagine somebody shows up wearing that shirt to Thanksgiving. I'll tell you I mean, where that's not going to happen at caviar Thanksgiving. No, everybody's vaccinated at caviar yeah. Thanksgiving. You have to be vaccinated to get caviar. <laughs> yeah. Caviar Thanksgiving, everybody gets vaxxed. And, and if you talk politics, they're all on the same side. We don't use Velveeta in the mac and cheese either, so fuck off. Nope, you got to fucking use the expensive cheese. You got to go to the Murray's cheese inside get, the Kroger. It's going to be Gruyere. There's going to be a hint of Gruyere in there. Yeah, there's going to be fucking onions in there. There's going to be onions in that mac and cheese, which that was a mistake, but, you know, it's fine. Onions. Yeah, mac and onions was... You know, it was a mistake. It was I, a try. I mean, you got it's, you got to try it. There's too many onions was the issue. It wasn't like a wee bit of onions is nice. Yeah, it would have been fine to have a few onions. It seemed like it was three onions in that thing. Yeah, like it was so every bite had four onions in it. You ever see like those videos of the taco truck guys that just take like an onion and go and just start just fucking shredding onions? Yeah. Sometimes you just fucking think like. Oh, I know. Onions hit. Like, when they're, like, <laughs> you can eat, I mean, I get onion fucking pierogies, dude. Like, it's just, I love them. But then they're like, oh, yuck. Yeah. yeah not right now. This was not what <laughs> too, I wanted. Too many onions. If you put onions in anything else, not the mac and cheese. A little bit of onion powder, maybe? That works. Or those crispy onions. I love those. Oh, fuck onions. yeah. God damn. That's why the barbecue bacon cheeseburger, the, the Western burger, is just my favorite thing. Mm. Like, that's, I think, like... If I was on death row, it would be two Western cheeseburgers and fries and a motherfucking huge Diet Pepsi. Okay. If I was on death row, because, man, you get the... Not you'd go diet on death row, even. I love... <laughs> you, would, yeah. you don't want to take the calories with you to, to I, hell? I gotta tell you, I love aspartame. It's just one of it my tastes... favorite flavors, man. I'm drinking a Diet 7-Up right now. <laughs> and when people are like, it gives you that, like taste and i'm like oh yeah that's what i like that's, that's what i'm doing when i'm drinking flavor. it i'm going <laughs> yeah, that's what i like i'm like a somali eh? i get so mad when they change it to zero calories uh-huh. because then they get rid of the aspartame taste and i'm like what are you fucking doing i've been buying this shit forever i'll take the cancer yeah. i like the aspartame god just put like a warning like cigarettes on it or something yeah and then i'll still drink it <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, I know who this is. Uh, good buddy, Sam Knight. Thanks for calling Street Fight. What's up, Sam? Hey, Brett. How's it going? Doing well. Getting it started right. I'm here, too. Hey, Brian. Sorry. Didn't mean to ignore you there. It's okay. It's all right. I, I'll, I, I, I would have ignored me, too. What's up, Sam? <clears throat> so, I'm, uh, I'm calling in tonight. I feel like I have a problem that is uh, tailor-made for the show. Um, so I have this neighbor uh, who has been, uh, the past few weekends, he's just been blasting loud music constantly, like for hours on end. 
Wow. Um, which, you know, is, is, is problematic enough. Mm. And, I mean, and then I'm on top of that, of that he's a cop. Yeah, that's the problem, though. Sure. That's where the problem comes in, because, yeah, yeah I'm guilty of playing loud shit, too, but I'm not a cop that what? nobody can be like, bro, you're playing loud stuff. That's true. What is he playing? Is it, yeah. Okay, I, you know, I mean, I, I've, I've been the loud guy before. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying I haven't been the loud guy before, um, but I went over there to try to, you know, plead my case and, oh. and, and talk to him about it. Whoa. And he was just, he was just as big of an asshole as you can imagine. Uh, yeah, he's a cop, man. They're allowed. That's they're some of the only people allowed to be an asshole out there. You know, he's got the thin blue line behind him. There's like three types of people that can be assholes, and that's cops, podcasters, and troops, and nurses too. <laughs> you know? No, because people yell at nurses all the time. Right? Yeah. Uh, do you know what he's playing? Like, I'm just curious about what he's playing. So, I mean, the music that he's playing isn't, like, all that... It's not bad. DC um, hardcore? You know, he's playing a lot of... He's playing a lot of, like, hip-hop and go-go and stuff, which Ooh. is fine. But it was... It's just, like, fucking eight hours. Ooh. Super loud. Like, incredibly loud. It's, like, th there was no escape. Um, is this outside you know, or inside from, from the, the house? outside okay see yeah i don't go it in there. his backyard yeah i don't go there um that's too much i mean especially if someone says something like you just got to do it um i've thought about checking in with my neighbors actually recently because of how loud i realize i am sometimes at very odd hours um but i would never put on my fucking stereo outside and blare it all day is it shit is it so loud that you can hear it with the windows shut? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In say. fact, we, we, we shut all the windows. Um, you know, we had the windows open. It's been, it's been pretty nice weather down here. And um, we, we shut all the windows in the house when, when this started. And it was like, it just, it, 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 it seeped through. I mean, seeped through. It did more than see through, you know. Um, it it kind of felt like, you know, remember the the stories about like the Guantanamo torture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's crazy. I, mean, I, yeah. I don't mean to. I don't. Because I gotta tell you, like, like so, my neighbors. Uh, uh, I have some really wild neighbors, especially for where I live. Like, we have one neighbor called the Coke Neighbors, and they fight three times a week outside. Uh, and then our next door neighbors are like kind of young guys that party and they'll take their TV outside. They're not partying, by the way. I was going to say partying, but they take their TV outside and watch Marvel movies. Um, but like, <laughs> yeah, it, that's, I can't think of anything less cool than taking your TV outside, lighting a bonfire and watching fucking Ant-Man. <laughs> but, um, so they do that. And uh, then there's neighbors on the other other side that also they party all the time. Right. Yeah. And my daughter, you have a TV in the garage neighbor, too. Yes. And my daughter, like, freaks out about it because her bedroom faces the back yard. Uh -huh. 
So, like, basically, if these guys are out doing their fucking thing, she's going to hear them. And, um, you know, I told her you got to close your windows. You can't, you, you can't be mad because they're fucking living their lives outside. But if you close the fucking windows and you can still hear it inside, that's... That's a no-no. That's that's no way to treat your neighbors. But he's a cop, too. So it's it's almost like you would have to find his superior, I think. There's nothing really you can do besides call maybe the landlord, maybe? And if you call the police to file a report, they're going to ask for your information. And the guy's going to literally have your fucking information. And then you do not want to be in that situation. I know we were honestly we were thinking about like calling our our city council member who's like who's already like the best city council member you know on the city council who was okay. like endorsed by dsa and, and dsa the the chapter here did a lot of canvassing for her yeah um, what did the like guy this, say like, to you know where her roll up on his ass sorry sam what did he say to I, you um <laughs> parody redacted uh what's that what did he say to you? I'm I'm really curious of like how because so you go over there and you're like, hey dude, your music's really loud all day. Uh, can you can you give me a little break? And then how does he respond to you? So I I went over there and like I'm like standing in the alley like <laughs> basically like waving over and he comes over and like we're like standing like five or six feet away and i can barely hear him and he can probably barely hear me and i doubt he's vaccinated because he's a fucking cop so there's that too um and and so i just say hey listen can, can you turn it down please like it's it's incredibly loud and he just gets real indignant he's like i've never heard a complaint before and i'm like there's no respite for us. We're in the house. We can hear it constantly. Can yeah. you please turn it down? And he just sort of says like, you know, just sort of like, I mean, I, 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 I may have like, you know, I, I was polite, but I, I was fuming inside. So maybe I don't remember the conversation that well, but basically yeah. it ends with him turning around and not turning down the music whatsoever. I like that he says you. I and, never heard a complaint before where you could be like, "Well, now you're hearing one. This is the first one." Yeah, it is, that is like a crazy thing. It's yeah, like, <laughs> there has to be a first first one. Like that's just how it's gonna it's gonna come out of nowhere. One day you're gonna be rocking in your backyard, well, I, drinking a case of Millers if after seven hours of music, and it's just gonna come out of nowhere. Someone's gonna say, "I don't want to listen well, to I'm your so fucking shit." Well, I was about to be day. like, you know. Is, I was about to say, is, is this in your law enforcement training that when someone complains to you, like you say like, well, I'd never heard this complaint before. So I'm just going to keep on going, you know, with my day. I mean, it was ludicrous. Um, I wonder if he's talking on the and, phone to like, like, like a, a Joe Rogan type podcast and saying my pussy neighbor came over to the house <laughs> and told me to turn down my music. <laughs> <laughs> That's he might very well be or posting on, you know, like parlor front or whatever <laughs> over on parlor. Yeah. My fucking neighbor. Yeah. No, I mean, that does suck, though, because it is like, what do you fucking do? There's like 
really know where to go when it's a cop. Like well, city council is a good idea. Yeah. I, I mean, I would go to city council, uh, but you also have to be prepared for him to know it's you anyway. Yeah. Cause you're the only, yeah, but you're apparently the only complaint he's ever heard. Well, he has nobody who, cause, cause everybody no, else I, is too I, defeated to confront a cop. Why would you ever, what's the point of confronting a cop? They're fucking assholes that do what they want. You know, as like, yeah. I, mean, I applaud you for I, doing I, it, but like anybody else, it's like, fuck, he does, he can do what he wants. I'm kind of hoping like, you know, maybe, maybe like, you know, cause he, they had some people over in the backyard. So I'm kind of hoping like maybe like the next time they're planning on doing a get together, like, Oh, we can't, we can't do this. Cause of my, cause of my <laughs> dickhead neighbor or, or whatever. That's true. And so maybe, maybe that will be it. I mean, they obviously partied late into the night and it, it was awful. Um, what if I'm kind of hoping that might be it? What if I? Yeah, that could be it. And and I'll say this too because I have been the the bad neighbor for sure a bunch of times, right? And uh, maybe if it's getting out of hand again the next time, maybe you just like walk outside and kind of let him see you. Because then he'll be like, my fucking neighbor. This guy. Causing fucking problems again. I got to turn the music down. Heavy eye contact. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've been that so guy. I, I, I was also thinking. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been that guy too. But like, you know, when, when my neighbors would talk to me about it, I would just like roll my eyes and be like, okay, let's go inside everyone. You know, kind of thing. Like, yeah. Um, th that was obviously not the case here. I was thinking one possible solution would be to like borrow uh, some friend's sound system and play like, you know, play a bunch of music myself, like yeah. all anti-cop, you know, like yep. 187 on an undercover cop, cop, you know, killer. cop killer, millions of dead police, cops, the band. Uh, yeah, I was thinking the same thing, actually. I was thinking like you could just go into a, a sound war. It's a petty way, but you can also be very targeted with that music. But know? he's also going to... I mean, he is a different kind of guy than Sam. Although, here's the thing. He can't really do anything to you. I, I, I don't think... Like, I don't think... I, maybe he can't... He can't, like, beat you up. I don't think he can beat you up. Like, I'm, I'm fairly certain that if he beats you up, he's going to get in some kind of fucking trouble. Or at least he might be convinced that he's going to get... He's they they secretly kill activists. Suit. They secretly kill activists. They don't beat up their neighbors. Is that what you think? I think when they're like... <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I never fucking know how to... I don't... This is like that fucking Lethal Weapon 2 guy with diplomatic immunity. Like, the, I don't know what to do to this guy other than play loud music back at him. But you don't want to fucking be the loud music guy in the neighborhood playing it out. It sucks that it's outside. It pisses me off so much that it's a speaker outside in a residential urban neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, for inside noise, it's like tough titties. Like, that's what you get. That's what it's going to be. But like, if you're outside blasting shit and someone... It's just, I mean, they're indecent, gross fucking humans, uh, and I don't know. I, I, I don't know what, to, I, can't, I, I can't make any sense of it. I know. 
It just feels yeah, like you know it's it's a it's a tough it's a tough problem and uh i'm just i'm we're kind of hoping that you know maybe maybe last night was the last night that it happens yeah um but also like sam we used to talk to our city our city council member we did talk about that on street fight a lot before we used to say that like you don't have to win a fight with anybody you have to make it a pain in the ass to say what they do or believe what they do or act how they want. So we were always like, your grandpa's not going to stop being racist. But if you argue every single time, he's going to be like, oh, I can't make my jokes because my niece is around. You know, it's the same way. Like he he might like he got to mistreat you in the moment. He got to feel like, you know, he punked your ass. But it could be like, fuck, this guy's going to fucking complain again you know i'm gonna have to deal with this asshole again if i do this do you can i ask you this because somebody did mention this in the chat um do you have like yard signs do you have like any indication that you're like a a a leftist type like do you have any indication outside of your house that you're like even like a blm sign that like he no, could think that you're anti-cop. You don't have a hate has no home here yard sign, Sam. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I have one of those in this house. We believe no, we have no, <laughs> um, we have no outward signs. I mean, like we've had friends in the backyard, like sort of talking about socialism and stuff, but nah. I don't think it was ever really that loud. Where even our next door neighbors could hear. Um, okay. I I don't I really doubt that. Yeah, I, I don't think he's he's targeting us per se. I think he, or any. I mean, he's blasting music; the whole neighborhood can hear it. Um, oh, people gotta be other I, people I, yeah, gotta be think, mad. Yeah, the, and and we were we were planning on talking to some of the other neighbors because especially after he pulled that, well, you're the only person to complain card, um, which I sincerely doubt we're the only people that pissed off because you know like i said it was it was blaring um and and there are a lot of families on this block so true true yeah i mean yeah exactly i mean that's the other thing people in the chat were saying is try to organize the neighbors to kind of figure out like like or not or because that makes it sounds like I'm like, get a crew together and go over there and just whip his ass. Get I a mean, bunch of motorcycles to drive by his house, swinging chains and like throw them against <laughs> the ground so they throw sparks up. <laughs> but I'm saying that like, yeah. I'm saying that like, uh, uh, if you can talk to the other neighbors and get them to sign on to something or or some some fucking shit oh. like that, and then do the city council thing, I think you would have. I mean, they'd have to shut them up. You, you know, you got to do what I did and make your neighbor so miserable that they move. Because when I first moved into my apartment, I had a neighbor that hated my guts. Yeah. And I basically made him so miserable so, he moved. You won the war. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it gets even better because not only is he a cop, he's a house flipping cop because he bought a house a few houses down from him. And now he's flipping it. Oh. And we suspect that he absolutely does not have any of the construction permits. Uh, that he needs to do all the work that he's been doing. Um, obviously, we need to do a little more research, but yeah. if we wanted to make ourselves more of a nuisance, we absolutely could. I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain of that. And we, we, that is not beneath us. We have not ruled that out. I'd be <laughs> into that. I, I, because there, there's just like 
you know, people laughed at me because I said, call the landlord. It's just that I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know who you call about something like this, but that it is a dumb thing to say, call the landlord because the landlord's going to be like, well, he's a cop. I'm not going to fuck with him. Okay. And, yeah. You know, there's nobody yeah, to really he, he call. He doesn't him. have a landlord. He's a, he's a homeowner too. So there's that. I got, oh, I have, okay. So I have a sneaky way to do this without too much confrontation that could maybe push, push things in your favor. Get friends of yours to write notes that say, hey, I live down the street. So all the handwriting is different. Hey, I live down the street. The music was a little much. Can you keep it down on the weekends or can we not do it for eight hours? Leave one of those every time he plays music and it'll look like it's coming from everybody in the neighborhood. Do it on different paper. Do it on a napkin. Do it on stationery. Do it on a fucking business card. I'll mail you one, Sam. (laughs) I appreciate that. That's, that's not a bad idea yeah we got your back i think i hope uh well sam it's really good to talk to you hopefully we get to see you soon eventually eventually yeah maybe you know once they stick a fucking needle in this in in charlotte we're ready to fucking roll and it would be great to see you sam and it's it's good to talk to you man yeah great great to talk to you too as well and uh i'm glad you could help you know, me sort through this, this, uh, mess. And like I said, I said, you know, I don't know who else I'd like to bring this problem to other than you two. Cause yeah, it's right up your alley. Appreciate yeah, it for sure. Yeah. We're, we're always here to help. Uh, oof. I don't know. It seems like a tough one, but, uh, good luck, Sam. Yeah. We want to get updates. We want to update. We need sure. updates. Yeah. We do need an update. <laughs> All right. I, I definitely, uh, will keep you posted. All right, peace out. Peace, dude. If you're uh, looking for yeah. a news new show to add to your podcast feed, District Sentinel is one of the best because it's short. Like people always want to do hour podcasts, and I'm like, how about you update me and do, be done oh, with it? If it's I, news, I want it to be 15 yeah, minutes. I yeah. don't want it to be an hour. Yeah, District Sentinel delivers on all of that. They're in Washington. They get into all the weird shit that you don't hear about. It's not like it's not the same news stories everybody's talking about. Uh, Sam and Sam, lifelong friends of ours, and will continue to be so. Uh, please support them as you would support anybody else that we love and respect. Mm-hmm. And because we, we hung out in like pajamas and went on tour. Yeah. It's like Blood Brothers. Had a good time. Yeah. All right. Who do we got here? Oh, this is a good one. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, this is Goblin. A uh, couple weeks ago, I called from the Appalachian Trail, and now I'm finished. Wow. Congratulations, Damn. Goblin. Goblin. Damn. Yeah. It's a good feeling. Good time to be done, too, because it's starting to, uh, it's fall time. Which time is right. the uh, time of the year I don't like. Yeah, I got, yeah, but you get to walk through all the mountains with the leaves turning. It was pretty. I think it was a good time to close out. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, when the leaves are turning and stuff. That that seems like it's okay. My thing is like it just I hate how it's like kind of hot during the day and then kind really cold at night. So you can't ever put on the right clothes to be outside. And oh. that's what I dislike. I mean, I got to wear like six different articles of clothing throughout the day. Like my clothing chair is like overwhelmed. It's bursting because it's like, yeah, fucking sweater in the morning and a jacket or a t-shirt in the afternoon and then a jacket at night. It's all fucked up. 
It looks like Hassan said, uh, did a raid on us. <laughs> no, really? I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, Hassan people. What's up? I had no idea. Hey, yeah. what's up, everyone? Y'all are just here, hearing me talk about uh, shitting in the woods for five months. Yeah. Dude, you have to shit in the woods? There's not like a... Uh... Hassan, send me your ugly clothes. Hassan has ugly clothes? <laughs> like the most expensive, best ugly clothes. Ah, oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I, I guess like... What am I... What was I thinking? How... So you had to... You really do have to shit outside on the Appalachian Trail, and you probably got to bury it too. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't. Well, just leave it a lot of the campsites do. A lot of the campsites do have little outhouses, but yeah, there are some points where you got to get out the travel and <laughs> dig a little hole. Oh man. So, how do you feel about it? Was it cool? Is it like how many days did it take you to do the Appalachian Trail? Well, I started on May 1st, uh, started on May Day, and finished yesterday. So, um, I don't know how many days that is, but that's about five and a half months. So, 150, 160. Would it cost you to do something like that? Just just a question. I know that's like a, a tough question, but what's it cost to do something like that? It really depends on how much. Because some folks will just go with no budget, like they will stay in a hotel or hostel room any night that they can. And some folks you know, are try and pinch a little bit. I think I was somewhere in between. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, it was it was like a couple thousand dollars over the course of five months, which is a lot, but also not much, all things considered. Nice. Okay. okay. Wait, how much? I mean, I guess like you, five grand. Uh, shoot, I've actually been keeping track of it. I have the exact number. I think it was less than, less than somewhere between like four k and five k. Oh yeah, I spent over a lot more five than that. I spent a lot more than that over the last su over summer. <laughs> That's I true. Spent way more. My lifestyle costs <laughs> like a billion times more than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would probably need like nine grand to, to do it. Right, because you would be and sleeping hotels in hotels and things like that, you know? Hotels. No five-star hotels on that he, route? He would be like, uh, there's a Hilton if we walk like 25 miles this way, just into town. And then in yeah. town, we can go stay at that Hilton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can take that again. I yelped a restaurant that's 30 miles outside of the trail. So I. Uh, yeah, it sounds really good. Yeah. They we got to go. burgers. They do Western burgers. <laughs> they have a great Western burger. Wagyu beef. They have Wagyu beef. Western. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that oh, is great. That's a good question. Uh, did you trip at all on the trail? Uh, trip as in literally fall down or trip as in take drugs. drugs. Bring mushrooms, bring acid, bring Molly, something fun. Uh, no, nah, that's not really my thing. Okay. Are there drugs on the trail though? That's a good question. Like, is yeah, there like, there, there for sure are. There for oh. sure are if you know where to look. Ooh, Bro, we got to yeah. the Appalachian I trail. know. We just it's... stop for a day and sell shrooms to everybody. Yeah. Shroom capsules, just tiny amounts. Well, I mean, I'm sure people I mean, like it a is. lot. Oh, I sell a lot too. 
So it is weird the kind of characters that come in and out, but some of them were worse. Um, actually, a few weeks ago, y'all probably know a little bit about that guy, Brian Laundrie, who murdered the girl in a van. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not, against not, not. him. <laughs> Very brave stance for you to take. Just, this and is my opinion. So, I think he's bad. <laughs> so, um, I, when I was in the Great Smoky Mountains, which is in the Tennessee, North Carolina area, um, I stayed at a campsite with some dude who had seen him. Really? On the so trail? One degree of separation. Yeah. He was, he was uh, not far from where I was. Like during the running and period? And so this guy. Yeah. So this guy saw him uh, like up at Davenport Gap, which is the north end of the Smokies. And as I'm just sitting, I'm doing my normal like nighttime camp things. Like I'm cooking my food and doing chores. And all of a sudden, this guy is getting a phone call from I shit you not. He's getting a phone call from Dog the Bounty Hunter. Really? Yeah, which even if I were that person and I knew and I had already established, yes, I have intel and the news has already contacted me. If I got a fucking phone call from Dog the Bounty Hunter, I would assume I would be I would it was a prank. Like, fuck you, man. No, you're not. Sure. Yes, it could be like one of those soundboards. <laughs> right. Um, so, what did, what did he say to him? Uh, I don't know. Just, like, told him everything that he saw. Okay. He gave him the info? Yeah, I mean, like, dog's it heart is in the right place. I don't think dog is a good for he's he's busting a lot of meth people or like people that are down on their luck and can't afford like a retainer and shit. Right, and like that's fucked up. But like, I mean, if dog wants to hunt on on laundry, like that's the fine with me. Like that's that's thumbs up, two thumbs up. I thought about. Hunting I mean, laundry. I think he's 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 mostly just doing it for a show, but whatever. Oh, he's for sure. You're not wrong for a show. He is he is for sure doing it for a show. So it's kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, uh, Goblin, I appreciate you calling. Do you have like a site or anything that uh, people can go to? Uh, yeah. To- so my go-to thing for posting all the updates about trail, which I don't know what the hell I am doing with my life. Now that I'm done with this, maybe <laughs> I'll hike another trail, but I'll be up to fun stuff one way or another. Um, so I mostly post on Instagram. It's uh, at morning Hayes. Uh, morning is morning without the G and H A Y S. It's my last name. Um, actually, if you're, I'll probably just type it into the chat for anyone who's up. Well, yeah. I appreciate it. In the chat in a bit. Thanks for calling. And also I, Oh, oh I, I also have a blog. I've been blogging, like writing about my experiences on a website called the Trek, which is just 
like a blogging platform for other long distance hikers and whatnot. All so right. if you just go there and just search on the author's page for Goblin, you'll see my stuff. Um, and yeah, hopefully I'll, hopefully I'll have some more interesting things happening in the future, but this is Please, just I mean, one big well, thing to cross off the list. Yeah, that's huge. And congratulations. It's really cool. And, uh, if you do, could you DM me the names of any drug dealers you did meet on that hike? And then <laughs> if I decide to do it, then I can just get a hold of them very easily. And, uh, especially any that had pills. <laughs> I'm kidding. P- Palap- Palapalachian Trail. Yeah. Uh, that's our username on well, TikTok. Well, I'll, uh, yeah, just yeah, I'll, if you uh, run into a pill, I'll work guy, my contact. I'll. Listen, <laughs> yeah. not into it. Well, thanks for calling, Goblin. Have a good night. Yeah, glad to talk to you. Appreciate it. Pills, pills. Yeah, pills, thank you pills. to all the Hassan people. Uh, he, uh, whenever people send money or subscribe or something, it, it, there's like a grading sound that plays, like coins dropping. Do you hear it? I heard it once. Oh, when you were gone, it was like over and over again. But I gotta say this, uh, that's fine with me. You know, if you if you get you can give me money and if it's annoying, maybe only me and you can hear it. I uh, yeah, I have like a a total audio meltdown. Like it just is like makes me cra- feel crazy. Um Well, I like it. I like money, so I'm a big fan of that. Yeah, some some sounds don't do it for me. Uh yeah. always uh you know, I was joking I'm not asking about you to jerk off to it. Hassan's clothes. Uh, that was a joke because everybody gives them shit, but like they just don't like swaggy people. They do what they want. You know, people hate swaggy people. They just get sure. so. They're like, why don't you just wear plain Cole's clothing? It's like I'm not you. I'm, I'm not getting you. into that though. I'm getting into that REI style. I think normcore. I think I'm going REI core. Yeah, I'm going to go liberal core. I'm going to go the REI style fifty percent of the time, and then Brian's. Style the other fifty percent this year. I think okay. I went with. You're going for you're going for functional. Yeah, you're going for flannels. Okay, and and cargo pants, and uh, I just you know like a nice cool like I'm a fucking guy, dude. Oh, I'm know, a guy, dude. I eat venison or whatever, whatever <laughs> okay. they say. Yeah, you're gonna tear off a piece of like salmon sausage for somebody and pass it around the fire. Yeah, but you that's what you could use your knife for to cut a piece off. I broke my knife. So. Wow, which knife is this? Well, this is I still have habit. a knife that I get that I let you use sometimes up in here. That knife I still have the little silver one. Why do you? Okay, but I broke my switchblade. Oh, I gotta fucking buy another switchblade. You know, I almost bought one because they have a switchblade knife uh, that's red and black. Like street okay. fight colors, basically. The blade's red and the knife is black. The The handle's b- black and it's a switchblade. And I was like, I should buy this. But then when I fucking looked at the name of the knife, it was called the Black Widow. And I think that means it's like a Marvel knife. And I don't want a Marvel knife. I just want a black and red knife. You no, know? see, you need, you need to do another woman's studies course. Why? A Black Widow is a female serial killer. Like, a Black Widow is a mm. woman that marries people and then feeds them a little bit of poison every single day. Oh, I know For, that. like, a whole yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are cool. I'm so, it's that. maybe that Black Widow. Maybe yeah. it's, like, a serial killer woman Black Widow. Yeah, I think but I guess, it, but a knife, a knife Widow, one. Yeah, you're black right. And, black yeah, and that's red. True. And, you know, she wears Marvel's white, big. though. Did she wear white on the front of her fucking movie? 
No, she's got a sister that wears white. Oh, the movie has Lord. a sister. It's her and her sister. And then her sister's now the, the Black Widow. That's Is there a White Widow? It's a nice day for a White Widow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember her name. I only watched the movie once and I hated it. Yeah, that's some dumb fuck shit to put a white suit on. The Black Widow cover has a literal fucking lady in a white suit. Like, what are you doing? How is this just like nonsense? I gotta say this though, Venom, let there be carnage. Just as good as the first one. Just a wonderful fucking movie. Even like sitting in a cart. Now I know for a fact my wife has not seen the first Venom, but I thought if I told her she if I was like, hey, you haven't seen that one, then she wouldn't go to okay. see Venom two with me. To ruin your good time. Yeah. She didn't want you to see you standing up in the and doing punches and kicks and stuff. Yeah. She didn't want to see so you doing that. I just let her believe that she'd seen it. Oh. Because she's just like, I've seen it. And I'm like, I don't think you have, man. Unless you watched it while I was working or something. I'm pretty sure you haven't seen Venom. Yeah. I was talking to somebody about that where I stopped taking. I, I, I announced publicly that I don't watch stuff anymore. Because I stopped taking credit for like skimming my phone and having it on in the background. Like I don't yeah. count that as seeing it anymore. Yeah. That's not it. If you sat through it, you didn't see it. Like yeah. you have to watch it. Yeah. So she's like, I've seen it. Venom. And I'm like, I I saw Venom. Right. Because me and Brett and the Chapo guys and Alex Keller went to see Venom together at the theater. My wife, I cannot imagine, chose to watch Venom. When I wasn't around. Yeah, she cut it on. <laughs> yeah, I just, During the day while she was working, had it on in the background. Yeah, so... Venom, okay, that's cute. That's interesting. <laughs> so we're watching this movie last night. We're about 10 minutes in, and she is just rolling laughing. Just shaking with the laugh. She's like, I didn't know it was this silly. I know I've seen the first one, but I don't remember it being this silly. And I just, I wanted to be like, you haven't... I know you haven't seen the first one, but yeah, I want her to believe she yeah. saw the first one and then she's Let's, happy. And then the next Venom that comes out, she'll be excited to go see it. You know? Yeah. She's into it now. It's a genius idea. I mean, then I started thinking about how like, man, I could, could like convince myself that like, if she can convince herself that she saw Venom, think of the things you could I could I mean, quit I'm, seeing the Marvel movies and just be like, I already saw Shang-Chi. And I'd be happy about yeah. it. No, I feel like I've seen a lot of stuff y'all talk about constantly, like all the time, and share GIFs and video and clips. <laughs> like, I've pieced together what Squid Games is by now. I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> I, I haven't watched Squid Game because, like, I always want to watch stuff when people start watching it. But I feel... Like, I don't want to see Squid Game for some reason. What? The translation thing. It's the translation thing. You don't give a, you never give a fuck about that in your life before. But if somebody didn't fucking tell me about it. Yeah, don't let those fucking scolds do that. They fucking told me the translations are wrong. And now I'm like, I'm watching the wrong movie if I watch it. And those motherfuckers in Korea are watching American movies thinking that they talk like we talk too. So it's the same both ways. It goes both ways. All right. All right. Maybe I'll start Squid Game this week. They're watching Bruce Willis die hard. And he's saying some shit that makes no goddamn sense. True. True. That's a good point. You're thank you. Because I just felt like after I saw that, I was like. 
What, what am I going to sit and watch Squid Game? This is a yeah. lie. This doesn't even honor the Korean culture in a way that represents their day-to-day -day lifestyle and the specific uh, uh, trials and tribulations they go through. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's a better thing to say. I mean, it's, I, I mean, you know what? I would prefer to just say that to like people that ask me if I've seen it. I would just rather say like, oh no, I would never because the translation is disgusting instead of sitting down for 40 hours and watching something because I have no time for shows. Yeah, I'd rather just ha have a good reason to dismiss it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm really... especially on political grounds. Like I'm better than your ass grounds. Oh yeah, I love like that. oh I care about, I'm, I care about Korean people. That's why I'm not watching it. Yeah, no, I've been spending a lot of time. Like I've been, I think I'm gonna watch all of the thirty for thirties. Is my thing. Now. Those are good. I hear they're fine. Always love them. Some of them aren't that good, but some of them are good. I watched the one about the Buffalo Bills. And I had a fucking hell of a time watching that. It's called The Four Falls of the Bills. And it just like does a recap of the four seasons where they lost the Super Bowl. And I'm just cracking up, man. Like when when they got to like the third yeah, time, yeah, I yeah. was like, God damn. And then when they got there the fourth time and people were like act actually like there were like guys on sports channels. And on the fourth time they were going to go, that were like, uh, we got to make a rule that the Bills can't go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> like, they were hot about them going to the Super yeah. Bowl. It fucking is so funny, man. Like, people hated their... That first year, people were like, oh, that's heartbreaking. You yeah. Know, for yeah. you. Second year, they're like, that's tough, but you know, you have a fighting spirit. Third year, they were, people were just like, you do it. This. You have to do it on the third <laughs> one. <laughs> you have to prove yourselves. <laughs> eventually <laughs> yeah and then it's like you start thinking about it and you're like what isn't like they got placed in the super bowl like it's still a it's still a victory to go i'm not trying to be a participation trophy guy they did get to the super bowl four times no that counts no i'm into that i'm participation trophy lifestyle <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm into silver medals for sure. Bronze is fucking better than what most other losers are doing. I would take a bronze medal. I'd I take a bronze. I would fucking brag about it. I would. I would just be like, what do you, what medal do you have again? <laughs> you got a tinfoil one you made yourself. You I got know. a shrinking dinks medal that your daughter gave you that says number one dad. She lied to you. Yeah. Oh, you, I would go. I'd wear if I got an Olympic medal. I'd wear it. Like I don't regularly wear it. It's so weird when you see him at pawn shops when it's just like, even somebody that's like, if you were a defensive lineman that made it to the Super Bowl and you got a fucking ring, why would you ever, I'm not sentimental about most things, but like, that is something important to me. I don't know. I guess you can melt it down for silver and get drugs or something. Yeah. Like I just found out yesterday, I think the bubble, the love sponge has like rings that are basically Super Bowl rings made for his best friends. And now I want one. That's tight. I know. That's, a good, dude. That's a good dude. They aren't. They, well, the diamonds aren't real or anything. I don't care. They're like kind of tight. CZ is, is fine with me. They yeah. sparkle better. He sent one to Howard Stern and Howard Stern's like kind of making fun of it because I mean, he's not a Super Bowl rings. Well, he can't. Well, no, he can't agree that it's awesome. He did yeah. say it's nice. He was like, it's very nice. It's so funny how white trash Bubba the love sponge is because Howard said, oh, this is really nice. And then the next email that Bubba sent to him and said, hey, those diamonds aren't real. Because he just didn't want him to think that the diamonds were real. I'm still looking for a job, actually. Yeah. I'm still looking to be hired. I need money. <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. I, I want to get one of those rings really bad, though. 
Now. You're going to have to say the hard R word on a show to get into that inner circle. So. That's true. They do say the hard R. Well, they don't every... say it anymore. doesn't matter. They did it. Yeah. Well, how? not they didn't. Hulk Hogan did. Yeah, and Bubba sat there like, that's my bestie. I give that motherfucker a ring. He did. <laughs> he did. He did. But then he also fucking, you know, released that sex tape that Hulk Hogan made. So, Didn't he want him to? I don't. I don't know the story behind that. To be honest, oh, it's a whole. I don't thing. care about that. I mean, just man, there just should be a way to like obliterate those people. No, not yet. I get so much content. <laughs> yeah, they should be in trouble. Yeah. Oh, the right. rings are so ugly. I just looked at it. All right. Next call. Yep. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, this is Hank in Los Angeles. What's up, Hank? How's it going? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, uh, Brian, uh, give Squid, Squid Game a shot. I think you'll, you'll be okay with it. Uh, I, I, uh, I was skeptical myself, and I gave it a try. Uh, I, I used English uh, dubs, and it's okay. It's, it's worth the watch. I think, you, I think you'll dig it. Oh, I only like subs. I can't look at dubs. That's crazy to me. That's bullshit. And this is crazy to me. I can't do it. My That's brother it. watched it with dubs. I was like, what's wrong yeah. with you, dude? I switched it so I could hear the actors' real voices, and then like read the and, and read like the kind of mistranslated uh, subtitles too. So I did both a little, but I got I switched back to the English dubbing just because it, it. But it's a very visual show, so like I I find myself constantly distracted reading. And uh, anyway, yeah, it's, it's funny it's the, thing the, en- any, uh, the English the English dubs always sound like 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 the guy looks like Duke from GI Joe or something to me. Every time I hear English dubs yeah. on something, it always just, it just is always like, Hey buddy, how's it? Like, I don't know. There's something weird about the uh, uh, voiceover, but I, I wouldn't make fun of him because I would take a job in a second doing dubs. That would be the coolest thing okay. in the world. Yeah. Well, you're, I mean, your best option is to learn. Your best option. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you're fine. Finish. Oh, let's say your best option is to learn Korean. So that, but that's much harder than either of the two that we're talking about. But I, I think it's a good show. Do that, I actually, uh, I'm going to go that direction, though. Yeah. They have a lot of good entertainment. Yeah. On your walk. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, I watched dubs, too. Um, I took the position that subs were superior only to look down upon people. But once I released myself from that prison, like, you know, if it's two in the morning, it's hard to read. You know, if I wanted to read, I would get a fucking book out. You know, but like I'm trying to watch this Swedish fucking dark comedy, you know, or this Japanese horror movie, and I just would want you to to say the words that I know, please. Like that's all right. I need. Yeah, I, I feel it's- okay with, re- but I guess you're right because I I watch a lot of this stuff in bed while I'm waiting to fall asleep, and I'm all high and fucking taking my nighttime medicine, and sometimes I'm I'm one eye open. Yeah. Like I'm doing a, <laughs> Katie calls it camera one, camera two. Right. I'm doing a camera one, camera yeah. two situation. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I like, I like to do, I mean, yeah. I still enjoy them both, but like, you have to be able to go both ways. Like if you're, if you're really excited to watch the show and you're like, oh, I can't watch it. Cause I have to watch it in, in subtitles. It's like, why not? Just do it. Do yeah. it. Give into dubs. Give into the double. I can't, I just can't do it, dude. So, uh, it's Okay. Though yeah, I mean, yeah. people, I I'm not trying to okay. even look down on people who uh, uh, watch with dubs. I just always feel like the guy's voice is always the the male voices at the very least sound like like 
ultra American, like in a way that even like Americans don't sound. Yeah. Like where it's like, oh, hello. Hello, son. It, yeah. Yeah. That, there's a bit of that in this one, but that's, that's true. That's true for, for all of them, honestly. Yeah. It, it, there's no great solution, honestly, but yeah, it's a, what it, you know, it's a good show. All right. I'm going to um, give it a shot. But I, I wanted to call, uh, I'm, I, I jazz up pizza too. Uh, I always, I, I just, I don't know, that's not why I called, but, uh, uh, Brett said it at the beginning. Uh, you can treat frozen pizza like Boboli. Just put shit on it. It's great. Yeah, go That's for a it. good move. I just highly recommend that. I, yeah, yeah totally. Um, yeah. Brian, go ahead. Sorry. No, Sorry. no, I got nothing to say. I'm boring. What were okay. you going to say? <laughs> Brian, you, said, uh, you mentioned the IATSE stuff a little bit earlier uh, at the beginning, uh, mentioning it's like they work 12-hour days. It's actually 14. Apparently, this deal that was reached this weekend, uh, which has still yet to be approved and is pissing seems to be pissing off everybody in IATSE uh allows for uh 10 hour turnaround times which means 14 hour days and uh that also probably means like you got to pack up when you're done go home eat so it's like if you finish work at 9 p.m you got to be back at work at 7 which is horrible do you it's, a, it's terrible so there's a lot do, of, are you in, do you know people that are in the industry are you in the industry I I actually almost joined IATSE as part of the Young Turks Union. I called you guys uh, in the spring and told you a little bit about that a while oh, back. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but well, I, I'm like very kind of tangentially related to this world. I've done production work for like fucking really long hours. But no, I've never actually been uh, in the like uh, formal IATSE union. And, uh, and just to be clear, too, that the Young Turks Union is um, not subject to the basic agreement which covers most of the film and the, and the streaming shows and the big shows. They're like on the digital and internet side, so they have their own contracts. Uh, it, it's different. Um, but I got close to joining IATSE. I got laid off before the, before the union came forward. Um, but I actually, just on that note, uh, the, the Young Turks Union finally ratified their contract last week. Uh, nice. After like 18 months of... Uh, yeah, yeah. The just horribly aggressive union busting starting out the gate with that. So that's a, that's a story that I can never, uh, can't shake. It's just, it was crazy. It was a, it was a big, crazy experience, but yeah, I, so solidarity. I, I, if there's some striking going on, I'm going to head out and, and join the picket line. I guess I wondered sure. I, I, earlier when we were talking about it, like I was just kind of wondering like, what is there a reason from their side that, is there a reason from their side that this uh uh that like these days have to be this long? On the I not on the Yahtzee side the, the explanation No, I know what you mean. Like why do the bosses force everybody to work so long, you're saying? Yeah, like what is their reasoning what that I you have, have to work fourteen hour days? Well, other than the, like the disconnect between the billionaire fuckheads that run these, you know, uh, vampire corporations who don't have any idea how any of the work actually gets done, the reasoning that I've heard that makes kind of makes sense not not that it's okay, but is that location costs are are high, or they can only have location. Mm -hmm. It's usually about trying to maximize mm -hmm. their usage of a certain location, right? And I think weather can also play a role sometimes in those sorts of pressures. Yep. You know, so we got to get this shot done. We can't afford this hotel. Uh, uh, you know, we, we're going to lose the room on Sunday if we don't shoot 16 hour days, you know, all week or something like that. That doesn't make any of it okay. It's still, you know, and 
they really play a play on the whole, uh, you know, earn your way into the industry because it's always been this way kind of thing. And people are so desperate to get into this business and they have such a passion behind them that they, they, sh- they show up and they're willing to put their bodies on the line and, uh, and, and put their, their mental health and it hurts their families. It hurts their connections. And yeah, there you go. I could ramble, but go that's ahead. What I was, that's what I was it's asking. It's to make spend less money. I mean, it's really, yeah. Like you, every single time you add a day to it, like there's a ton of fucking costs associated with that. Holy fuck. Fat but they're si- also making million. Like these are people, these are the people that are making incredible amounts of money. There is enough to spend more on like shooting time more employees yeah fucking two people yeah right you know that would help fat sapphire in the chat said i've worked 30 hours straight day when we did the super bowl in atlanta we worked 16 to 20 hour days for five days straight that's fucking nuts yeah that's man that's like a that's a hazing ritual that's not like real life i mean i would only be able to pull one of those off I did that when I had my kid. Like that's the only time I, I ever have the energy to do something like that. That's true. Yeah, like in as early yeah. days when your kid's yeah. born and you just can't, you'd never get like more than three hours of sleep at a time. I did solidarity um, feeding with my wife, so every time she got up, I would get up with her, and I would just be standing there like a fucking zombie, not awake but like upright and trying to form words and all of that. Yeah, doesn't not- me and my wife did it another way because we're dumb where every other day you uh no no it wasn't every other day what it was was i stay brian stays up late katie gets up early yeah so basically i would stay up until like four in the morning yeah and then katie would get up at four in the morning and handle whatever happened at four yeah and like it was just kind of like i i was such a I was such a zombie. You know, yeah. I was going working eight, nine, ten hour days on, you know, four or five hours of sleep. So uh Yeah, and this is work. It's like like yeah. doing it for your baby, like doing it for your child is like you you can find the the grit and determination. Doing it for like a, a shoot on a fucking commercial is fucking stupid. Like unnecessary. No one should suffer for any of that crap. Any entertainment garbage, nobody should be fucking suffering. Oh my God. Fat Sapphire said this. It was all for a Hall of Famer event and a private Daughtry concert for the VIPs. <laughs> <laughs> Working that many hours like, for a Daughtry concert. <laughs> yeah, and you get arrested if you let your kid die. So it's like there's lots of good motivation. Plus all the evolution <laughs> that's and stuff. There's um, right. tons of it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I, I can't hear you anymore. Oh, oh it, uh, sorry, guys. My 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 ear went out. Hold on. I'm, that happens. It happens. Know, mine mine the did the same us. thing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I was going to say. This is, you guys can hear me. We can hear you. Yep. Hello. Hello. Okay. Um, Howdy. My apologies. My setup here is failing me. Uh, yeah, it's all uh, it's all really exploitative, obviously, and the whole the whole the whole industry needs a big change. So I, I'm not surprised to see how much anger there is right now at, at this deal that's been proposed. So I'm there's some sort of voting process that's going to go on, uh, and um, but you know it, it it's uh, I'm I'm hoping to see a strike. It'll be great to see that. Well, but uh, yeah, I mean, in the way that it would affect things that I like, I don't want to see a strike, but I do want to see a strike if it has to happen. You know. I don't want anybody to get right. I don't want them to take any less than the best possible deal that they can. 
but I also want to be able to watch wrestling. <laughs> True. Yeah. I like I did. Uh, I used to do uh, camera operator work for like a local MMA fight. <laughs> so I was like on the production crew, but I also like was a cameraman on the cage. So I would stand on his cage. It was not MMA. It wasn't like UFC. It wasn't high up level. It was like local farm team kind of MMA. Uh, and, uh, those were just brutal. Like production work is hard. It is physical. Oh, yeah. It is risky. It's it just, you know, it's just tough on your body. And I, I this wasn't any union work or anything. So I'd, it'd be like a 14 hour day or, and I'd get paid like 150 bucks, which is bullshit. And then you're driving home exhausted. And, and I, I did that like once every few months, maybe when I was doing it uh getting blood splattered at you from the mma fights that was like one of the few benefits uh i was like it was just i would love insane. to be saying it's a whole different angle of that yeah uh, dude that, i could reach out and grab him if i wanted to and get my ass beat <laughs> oh i would um, love to be that close th- to a fight yeah, I could, like that that'd be incredible we gotta go it There's made me respect the that that sport being like on the cage leaning over like it made me respect it because and the th- and the reason is because they they respect each other so much almost every fight that ended the the, the fighters always showed a tremendous amount of respect and I, I i can't imagine not them not doing that because they both they everybody seems to sort of you know you're you're in the end once you're once you're like beating the shit out of somebody or having a crap kicked out of you in a, in a cage you kind of have to respect the person when it's over yeah okay. honor amongst but, warriors. yeah that's a side note Oh yeah, I mean yeah. you gotta do Ohio yeah. Combat League. They don't hate each Ohio other. Yeah, they don't hate each other. They're just, I oh, love it. They're just desperate for a man's touch, and they can't do it tenderly, so they have to beat it out of each other. Yeah, that's why I do it. Yeah, yeah. So. Or, or a cameraman's touch, which is what I want. I could offer, but ooh, you like, just reach down and like tickle their back a little bit. Oh, I would do that. Yeah, yeah. Like, so wipe a little blood off their shoulder, maybe straighten out a, a tendril of hair. Do, Cup Something a motherfucker's fun. elbow. Just cup somebody's elbow real quick. It just, oh my god, it gets me going. <laughs> cup and totally. elbow. Oh yeah. I when somebody touches you like I that, like they they want to get that. down. All right. They do. Yeah. <laughs> Ice down. I, I would take a razor blade and just like cut open the swollen eye, and just it would spurt out all over the place. But that was, yeah. you know, that's because I was a good cameraman. That was, you gotta get that was in what there. it was. Yeah. Weird job. Yeah, but, uh, sounds it's fun. Though. But the production work is just fucking crazy and hard. So like they did, they deserve a lot more for these uh, shows that we all love and enjoy. And there's going to be compromises when they finally do reach an agreement. But there's no way that they can't do this better. Like hiring more people, like you said. Like why? It's like these people have to work two full jobs just to yeah. maybe someday down in the distant future have a hope of getting getting above the line, which is like where the kind of you know um, contracts are totally different, and the you know that's that's where all the it's very much like a ruling class being catered to kind of thing and a lot of hope labor, which is uh nonsense. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I think like, yeah, I think it sucks that like they can't just double up on the hiring. I mean, they're already spending an astounding amount of fucking money. They're making a fucking crazy amount of money. Oh yeah. Just fucking hire two people to do, the one person's job and boom, you got yourself a fucking thing, you know? And when we talked to uh, the person from IATSE that called in a couple weeks ago, it was like, they kind of said that the, that the, the, the production companies or whatever would say like, well, you know, you get a shorthand with a crew, but it's like, 
have them all come in on the first day and then fucking figure it out from there. It's not that hard. Dude, people, I mean, I'm not saying the job's not that hard, but people fucking work, people run restaurants, right? There are fucking 24 hour a day businesses all over the place where they don't have the same person work 14 hours and then another person cover the other 10. <laughs> so good point. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, it's it just, not, we don't have that culture. We have, we don't have a culture of like a handoff or like a, like a siesta in the afternoon where the second shift comes in and we tra- and they take a break and transfer, you know, the work just sort of shifts over. There's a minor one nuance to that. And I'm not defending this, but it is worth mentioning like there's a lot of secrecy on movie sets and, and shows. So they have to have all sorts of NDAs and what you're allowed to know about the script. And so in that way, there's an incentive to keep the uh, circle as small as possible. That doesn't excuse any of this behavior, but that is a thing that people might not realize too, that other industries might not have in, to the same degree of intensity. Um, yeah. I but, mean, but yeah, if, there's if, no reason. If one NDA, if, if one NDA works, then two NDAs will work. Yeah, you know, so yeah, for sure. So I don't know. I, I, uh, I hope they get everything they want and I hope they don't have to strike, but if they do again, I hope they get everything they ask for. Same, same. I was, uh, I was hoping to be out with them tomorrow. Actually, I have a day off tomorrow, but, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, I'll let you guys go. And I'm sure there's other people in the queue. Um, I, um, I had to fall off Patreon for a stretch. I ran out of money and had a meltdown and, uh, you know, had a weird summer. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm excited like about Shocktober. And uh, I grew up outside of uh, Chicago and uh, listening to Howard mainly. But uh, Man Cow was around. And man, what a, what a fucking dumb, dumb shit that guy is. Like, I, I never really listened. But if I met somebody who did... I knew they were a, a fool. It was well. Just, I got a. Yeah. I got a so, name for I'm, you. I'm I got a name for you. Hit me when you do get to hear the season. The Grease Man, Doug okay. Tract. <laughs> Wait till you hear that episode. You will not like him very much. Yeah, and you don't have to be on the you Patreon. Can... We'll we'll put it in the uh, store when it's over. Yeah, we're gonna drop it in the store as soon as we're done. Oh. Oh, I just I signed back up for a dollar a month. I'm 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 pulling in a, a hefty paycheck. Uh, I'm not not at all now. I'm, uh, but um, I I can I can swing a dollar for this stuff. You guys deserve it. You put a lot of work in it. Brian takes Appreciate those long it. walks, breaks a bunch of branches and trees. You guys deserve it. I do do so, that. I do be doing that. Good to talk. Well, to you. well, thanks for calling. Yeah. Peace. You're you're welcome. I, I'll call you again. Bye. Yeah, for sure. Ready for last call? Yep. Last call to end them all. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Well, it's everyone's friendly favorite Doctor Awesome. Very loud where you're at. Yeah, I mean, sorry, sorry, I turned it on the record. Some goddamn Rolling Stones guys, give me a break. It's Doctor Awesome. How's it going, brother? How are you? Oh man, trying to get work. Well, okay. Well, I'm not going to keep you guys late. I'm actually watching the Steeler game. Uh, Pittsburgh love. Uh, Oh wait, hold on. We're going for a field goal. Give me a second. Give me a second. (laughs) Oh, hey, cool, 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 cool. We got it. All right. How you doing tonight? Um, 
I have a few notes, actually, I took from the show. Uh, I, I got a note for Sam Knight. Um, fucking love District Sentinel. That's actually where I got my news from. Um, he should really, it's around Halloween time, he should talk the kids in the neighborhood to egging and toilet papering the uh, cop's house. Yeah, I don't have kids do that. And also, you don't want to be in the, you don't, I mean, I think you got to do that yourself. You do. Kids I mean, do if you kids give them, if you give, if you give it, kids will tell. It's Halloween. You give them the extra large candy. You give them the extra large candy bar. They'll get the note. If they're criminals, come on. We were all criminals growing up. It's one way. Yep, yeah, that is an option. That's just an idea. Or just sign, sign the cop up for uh, Fish of the Month Club, where. Um, just find out when he works and make sure the fish sits there in the sun if it's a warm plate. Um, there's also other things you can do uh, to like fuck with like people's addresses, like sign them up for STD awareness things, especially if they're a property owner and they uh, aren't living in that property. If they have mail coming to that property under their name, uh, that just like, I don't know, just like makes that person look questionable. It's something I've done to uh, fuck with capitalists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, that's an option. I know. Uh, anyway, uh, what do you guys want to hear? I, I've got a cop wedding story about how cops fucked with me. Uh, I've got a small business parent story about how I got fired. Um, I'll also help you guys uh, sell drugs on the Appalachian Trail. We can't do that publicly. Yeah, that's against the law, sir. I, it's against the law to sell drugs. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll give them out for donations. I'll give them out for donations. It'll be like the Hare Krishnas. I'll buy a bunch of Bhagavad Gita. All right. Maris in the chat says the firing story. All right, firing story. So uh, I was working uh, for that company, and I think I called in and told you guys about we got this huge server hack, and we lost a bunch of business. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I get taken into an office one day and, or they asked me to go in to work and show up in the office. And this is after I got robbed and like, I was not sleeping well. They showed me an email that I wrote like out of delirium, which I was like, who wrote this? And they said, you did um, read through it. And I'm like, well, he did bring up a lot of good points about severance and maybe this isn't a good fit. Now, mind you, I've been with this company for 15 fucking years. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so they give me a probation interview. Here's the best part that they fucked up. They didn't have me sign any documentation that this meeting ever happened, which is probably better for them because the end of the interview, the new guy who's like the salesman and president that bought into the company said, maybe you should settle down, meet a nice girl, have some children. Which, I don't think that's something you can say to an employee. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. I say it to Everything, every one of our employees. I would say that's the, the overarching theme <laughs> that dictates most of life. Yeah, but like, your boss can't tell you that. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I, I think they can. Whatever. They can get I mean, I feel want. like it's like... That's true. We do live in a work for hire state. Anyway, doesn't matter. So a couple weeks later, I get a phone call. I was going to go into the office, but the day before, I got a call from a former coworker who's like, free ticket to see a last more set in Cincinnati. Can you make it down there? And I'm like, 
oh, fuck yeah. Let me work late tonight, work early tomorrow, which I do. But I get a call on the early tomorrow, and I called one boss who said, yeah, work late, make sure everything's in order, you can get a last more Meet a nice girl, because, have a kid. Uh, <laughs> Hey, if that nice girl's a Lance Morissette, I will definitely have her kid. You gotta know. Mm. That's ironic. She wouldn't go with that. Uh, ooh. Ouch, <laughs> yeah, ouch. Sorry, that she was, was already with kid. Ryan Reynolds, who played <laughs> Deadpool, who is like the biggest catch you can get. Yeah, I'm... That's what I meant. I'm no Brian Reynolds. <laughs> He's a handsome No, guy. she was with Uncle uh, Joey, though. Anyway, mm, uh... Okay. So I get, I get canned the next day, and I still go see Lance Morissette. Here's the reason I got canned. This company isn't getting their volume back, and they wanted to scare everyone that like, works there. So how do you scare them? Fire the only person. It's a small business. Fire the one person who no one thought would get employed. I've been there fucking 15 years. Like I get away with a lot of bullshit because I'm a bullshitter. Um, but yeah, they canned me, guys. I got canned and it was great because like, luckily I didn't go into the office that day because if I drove down to German village and got fired, I'd be really pissed off because I'd be like, why did, why did you make me waste my time? They always, luckily, they love I was working to do from that, home. Though. They love to fire you in person so that you, they like to fire people at the end of the day a lot of times. But yeah, yeah. Fuck all that bullshit. Like they called me. I was like, well, this sucks for about 15 minutes. And then, like, calls started pouring into my phone. And, you know, I realized, fuck the fucking small business pirate industry. I'm going to work for, like, random bars and okay. do well, bar backing. Works. I'm getting into the service industry. 35 years old, getting into the service industry. And I like it. So it's worth a shot, right? Tough work. Well, Dr. Well, awesome, I, thank you for calling. We are. Yeah, it's uh, in your night. You, you just have a great night. You yeah, too, buddy. Out. You yeah. too. Oh, don't do it. Hey, I'll see you. Dr. Awesome. That's the guy. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Everyone that did. We'll be back next week. Um, we're we're back moving. Wednesday. Huh? Well, yes. The show is going to start earlier. The call in show. The call in show. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the other, other show, show already is. Yeah. Uh, Eight. It's gonna be at eight next week. We start at eight a eight a.m. Eight a.m. next Sunday. Street Fight Call In Radio. I'm staying up all night if I have to be up at fucking eight a.m. Yeah, there's no way I could just get yeah. up and be ready. I haven't been up at eight a.m. in in quite a long time. I did that worst week yet podcast, and they recorded at like noon, and I felt completely. I don't know who recorded that show. It wasn't me. Yeah. Chapo records me? a lot of time at 4 p.m. And that's early for me, but it's not too bad when I do their show. And uh, I'm trying to think of who else does during the day. Oh, YKS does yeah. during the day, too. But they're nice enough. They know that me and Brett are fucking losers or insane people. Yeah. And they, they kind of they record us second. Like, yeah. So they do a noon show, and then they record us at like 2 or 3. <laughs> Yes, for those in the chat, it's 8 p.m. It will be 8 p.m. that we start the call-in show next Sunday. Uh, we're probably going to go for two hours just to keep it in a way that doesn't fuck with my sleep too much. But oh, the also, reason we're moving it to 8 is so that we can go 
like if we need to go over two hours, we can. Yes. That's why we we're 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 putting it at two hours. But if things are popping off and and things are going off, we're not gonna fucking leave right at no two problem. hours. Yeah, I don't want to guarantee. We can't guarantee three each week. It's it's hard to 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 work around and prepare for and all that. So, yeah. Um, also, I did want to mention um, I had a good week uh, and I went and got tattooed on Thursday. So if you're in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, uh, Evan at Cyclops Tattoo, spelled K Y K L O P S. Kentucky Clops tattoo Mm -hmm. in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Evan there did an amazing job on my leg and and I loved it. And uh, also some good news this weekend. uh, I had a girl do the airplane with me while I was naked. Oh, okay. (laughs) It was, it was something that's never happened to me in my life before. Okay. I just want to share good news for the week. I'm getting my eyebrow pierced. Really? Yeah. I'm so excited. Really? Sometime this, probably this week. Yes. Really? I'm, 90% 90% sure. Dog, it's so hard. You look hard as fuck if you get it. <laughs> I think I'm going to do it. I'm Because my daughter wants to get some helix thing, a double helix. Okay. Which is a piercing. I don't know really what it is, but she wants to get a double helix. That's an ear thing. Yeah. And I said, uh, I'll get my eyebrow pierced. So I decided I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking be a 42-year-old man with an eyebrow piercing. I would never tell a young person to do it because it leaves, like, a fucking scar forever that everybody knows. One. Right. But that's what I mean. Like, you know, you are you are getting it because, like, you're that dude. Like, I can have my <laughs> fucking eyebrow pierced. Yeah, I can. That is I, true, I, also. Like, nobody... I can't get in trouble for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have, you're not going to have to take it out to, like, further your career. No. Nope. <laughs> like, I remember when I was doing the stuff at the insurance company, I used to wear plugs in my ears uh, that were silicone, like, yeah. and that were the same color as my flesh for, like, meetings and all that shit. And I remember when we toured in Denver, and, like, everybody had fucking stretched ears, and I was like, this is the easiest way to know someone isn't a cop. Like, yeah. this is just, like, shorthand for, like, I make bad decisions, you know, or, like, I'm a stupid person. And, like, that's who I want to be more than, like, I'm hiding this. I'm a rock and roller that hides it while I wear a fucking tie during the day. I'll like, tell you I what. broke free of that. I'm not hating on anybody that's living that lifestyle, but I broke free and, like, I'm never going back. I had a buddy who... I'm about to get uh, my nipples pierced again, I think. Had his eyebrows pierced, too. He had his eyebrow pierced. And uh, when, he, when he was working with me at the cable company, he was a longtime friend, but we were both working there at the time. And uh, the motherfucker cut a little piece of weed whacker stuff, the s- string, and stuck it in there. That's what he used. Oh, a spacer. It's it called open. a spacer. Yeah. But it was a motherfucking <laughs> yeah. weed whacker string. Yeah. It was so weird, man. But yeah, he stretched his eyebrow piercing, which is stupid. That's really crazy. Yeah, because it stretched nose is wild. It looks sick, but like, man, that's a that's hard to commit to stretch nose. Well, when I got mine done, when I had it done before, it was on a. Uh, a I I like the barbells. Uh huh. Because I like the. What about the little? What about the pointed spikes on each end? I don't know what those are. I have to look at that. But like, like anodized metal, like a red metal with like a devil spike or something on both sides. Yeah, but I was getting the ones with the. I had the barbells and it migrated out because yeah. the balls were up against 
yeah. my thing, and I just kept getting it caught on like the couch, which seat is exactly what, you have to watch out for seatbelts, dude. It's exactly what old people would yell at me when I got it done. Like, you're going to get what? How do you not get it caught on your pillow or the couch? And I was like, don't stick your eye on the couch. But then after a while, I just started cranking my eye on the fucking couch and like it just started to go boom, boom, boom. And you could see a little bit more of the bar every few weeks. And I just was like, I, I'm just it's out the fucking thing out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Gwen wants to get it, get something. And I was like, fuck it, I'll go. I'll do it. I'm going to fucking finally do it again. I love it. But I already have holes. Like, yeah, just it'll they'll probably the guidelines. Yeah, just toss it back in. I mean, now I have more money than I, I did before. Maybe I'll just get it done twice right away. One of my one of my favorite, one of the best things uh, when Erica, when we were in uh, Dallas, she talked to her job and they she said she could get her nose pierced again, and she took it out like forever ago to like be a part of these like stuffy architecture firms and stuff, and then like her getting her nose re pierced was like just the biggest vindication of like reckless lifestyle like you know i'm being yeah. a renegade forever i'm going back i'm going back to it i gotta fucking have this metal in my fucking face yeah gwen wanted said she, she gwen said i i'd like to get my nose pierced but uh i i i'm afraid it'll look bad on me and i was like well you can know what it is gonna look like you dingus i mean it doesn't look bad i mean it's only about trends it's like depends when you were born whether you do it on like the nostril or the septum i mean i don't she know what's a nostril she wants nostril yeah I want one too. I want a little tiny gold ball to put on the side of my nose. Yeah, I always wanted the lip, the sad boy yeah. lip when I was I, younger, but I never got it. I almost did it at Virginia Beach. I got really close and they were like, you're gonna have to wait two hours. And I was just like, yeah, I'd rather just go party instead. Like, I'm not gonna wait. I call it the sad boy lip because yeah. it, it always looks sad when you have a hoop right yeah. here in your lip. It it's just makes you look like a sad boy. You know, actually, I did read, like, somehow I was at a dentist when I was in my 20s, and I read a pamphlet about, like, mouth piercings fucking up your gum lines and stuff, and it was, like, enough for me to be like, I'll stay away from that. Yeah. I mean, every motherfucking person, every girl that I graduated with, and most of the guys had their tongues pierced. Yeah, that's a good one. Dude, I've been dealing with more piercings, and I I like them. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, we'll see. Well, I mean, let's, uh... This is new piercing. Uh, It'll happen. uh, It'll happen. I'll look great. Storyline. I will show people my piercing because you'll be able to see it on camera. You'll be looking over your shoulder and like flashing it. So like glints in the light and everything. Yeah. I I want people to see it. Of course. Yeah. Just getting this done so I can, you know, hide it. And again, you're right. I I can be about that life. I can have anything I want in my face. I can get it pierced through here and here. Yeah. And then here's the thing. Like if somebody, if somebody tells you like, uh, what you going to do? Like if you get in a fight or something, you just pull your knife out and you flick it and it says, do I look like I fight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's not only. Yeah. I, I mean, my favorite thing is no like, people used to get them splattered. Like people like, I mean, yeah, you, you can't, you can't rough house. My favorite much. thing was like, do you, what do you, how are you going to get a job? Like what if you need a job without it in your I and, and and my answer to that would be if they pay me enough money, I'll fucking take the thing out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not married to having it. I just I mean, nobody's gonna pay me what it would take to get me to take something like that out of my face either, you know? Yeah. Cause I'm living freedom life. 
I love so. it. That's way to be. All right. Why not? Have a good night, everybody. Peace out. Get on that Patreon. Listen to Shocktober. Bubba the Love Sponge this week. A uh, lot of Hulk Hogan audio. So Yeah, Police Man made a splash. It's Bubba this week. Uh, head to patreon.com slash streetfightwcrs. Find us on all of the social medias. We're Street Fight Radio on Twitch. Thank you to Hassan for uh, sending a bunch of people our way. We really appreciate that. I had no idea you even knew who we were. You probably don't, but still. It was uh, still nice. It was still nice. And I the people were good. Nice. The people throw cash. I like yeah, that. Motherfuckers nice. throw cash. Yep. Um, but yeah, if you want to hear more Ohio Rednecks uh, talking about shit, head to your podcasting app, subscribe to Street Fight, or we're live two times a week. Like we do this two times a week and we're here and uh, we're queer. Get used to it. Peace. Work, hard work, tired body, blue collar shirt and a baseball cap, union made. He's hot, sweat drops, round the clock, the door never locks and the noise never stops, night or day. Seven to three, three to eleven, eleven to seven. Shift work, tough work, for the busy convenience store clerk to feed that hurt, go insane. She's mad at some lad Drove off and didn't pay for his gas And he won't be the last Round the clock pain Work seven to three Three to eleven Eleven to seven I'm Talking about a bunch of shit Work Big old pile of shit and work. Seven to three, three to eleven, eleven to seven. Well, I worked, shift work. Man, I hated that work And I made a break With the money I saved It took me to the beach To have a beer by the edge of the sea In this round-the-clock place I drank my money away We parted seven to three Three to eleven Eleven to seven I'm talking about a bunch of shift and work A big old pile of shift and work 
Seven to three, three to eleven, eleven to seven. Three, three to eleven, eleven to seven. 